Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. The Morning Hookup on ESPN Lincoln. Welcome back in the morning hookup. Hour number two. Our last hour of the week. Well, it's always sad when I say that. Last hour of the week for the well, morning hookup. Yeah, I mean, it's bittersweet. And it's sad because also I look to my left and Dane Todd is not sitting there today. Yeah. With, you know, our guy from the Nebraska Orthopedic Center. This is his hour. It is, but Hooks, it's okay. Like, don't cry. I want to cry too, but Dane will be here another day. I asked him. I did text him something. Let's see if he responds. I'll okay. wait. All right. Something I asked of him. But I'm sure he's busy. He's probably like his phone. I Uh-oh, we have a call. Good morning. You're on the morning hookup. Hey, Bill. Hey, how are you? Okay. You guys taking calls? No, we are. Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Dave. Yeah. yeah. Heck yeah, Any, we are. Anytime for you, Dave. Yeah. Hey, that was uh, that was depressing the other night. I mean, you got to have guys step up, and Breidenbach, Wilshire, Greaseland, Walker score eighteen points. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. You know, I, I wish somebody would tell Greaseland and Walker to quit dribbling with their back to the basket from eight foot out, and then get double teamed. That's, I mean. Greasel's, I mean, he did that like the very first game thinking it was the Summit League, and it's not, man. He just can't do that. But, I mean, uh, give Northwestern credit. I mean, they double-teamed him mm-hmm. and threw the ball out because they know Wilcher and Breidenbach can't take a shot, and Breidenbach's going to shoot an NBA three-pointer and not make it, you know. It's yeah. just Yeah, those guys are struggling for sure. Yeah. Well, this is audition time for Fred Hoiberg. He's got to show Trev Alberts that he can coach the last 12 games to make him competitive, you know, because mm-hmm. if they're not, he might be done, you know. Yeah, it's, it's I a, mean, uh, it is a tough it, place to be. Yeah, I mean, in the NBA, you got guys out for two weeks and you still got to win, you know. You know, he had to do that when he was coaching the NBA. But, hey, the other day I knew I knew that total would go over because it went from 132 to 125. That's a seven-point swing. Oh, it dumped that low? Yeah, it, it, was, it went down to 125, you know. Because, look, Nebraska's ceiling is 65 points. That's it. That's all they can score, you know. Yeah. But, uh, hey, uh, I got a prop bet for you guys. Woo, writing it down. They, but, uh, Breidenbach, Wiltshire, Greaseland, Walker. Total number of points on Saturday, over and under, 25 points. Is that an actual prop, or did you create that? No, I just... I just made that up. Okay. <laughs> we should we should put it on our daily parlay and, hey, <laughs> and give it off. Hey, uh, <laughs> over and under twelve times how many how many times Grease and Walker dribble with their back to the basket from eight foot out and not take a jump shot. <laughs> take the over. Uh, this is just it's just bad, man. 
Take the over. I mean, I've been disappointed in Greasel. I really have. I thought he was going to, like, come in and do good. But, you know, I'm not going to jump on him. But, man, you got to take outside shots, man. You know, if you want to – that's Walker or Greasel. If you got any hopes of going to the another step, you got to make a jump shot. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't do layups. I mean, there's guys in the NBA that are seven foot that make three-pointers, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, stuff. that's, that's got to be depressing for Husker fans knowing four straight years that it's like after Tuesday when they're probably 10 and 13 and your season's over mm. and you still got a month left, you know. That's that's just terrible. It is. T- it's tough. It is but, tough. We just talked about that too about the yeah like depressing Husker moments when you get I was, like I was listening. Yeah, to that. you got mid seasons. It's like basketball, football, like you name it. You get to mid seasons, you're like, man, I I got tickets, you know. Yeah, but uh, hey, you know when the if and when they do have a sports book come in, you know uh, they can't do prop bets on Nebraska teams. Ooh. Yeah. That's one of the stipulations yeah, that can't do it. Senator Pansy and Brooks has with Pete Bricketts when they made that, you know, that deal. sports book law. Yeah. People are going to have to go to Council Bluff to do that. But, yeah. You know, it's, hey, I tell you what, if I take I take $5 million out of the bank and you guys give me my own show. Hey. For hey. a betting segment. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fair. Yeah. Sounds fair. I like it. Yeah. As long as the station manager doesn't tell me what I can and can't say, you know. But, uh, Hey, you guys, take yeah. care. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks for taking the time. I love when certain calls spark. Yeah, you know. I was going to say something because it's like, um, Justin, Justin, I thought for sure by the start of that we were going to hear Flaky Butter Volume 2 because that's where it started from. <laughs> Shout out, Gary Jerry, for the butter, 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 yeah, you know, Dave, he's passionate. Um, he, is. He, he has strong takes. Hey, I mean, d- hey, Dave, if you're still listening, uh, Trizen, great friend of the show. He has uh, actually set in this show before. He wants to make sure that when if when and if Nebraska wins, you got to call back, too, not only when they lose. Now let's hope they get another win. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Because we might be tough. Coach Matt texted me and said, did that, guy, did that dude play D1? No, but he hasn't. You dang near old Nike town, but um, let's. I got to get out of here because I'm going to say something. Let's go to Western to get ten. All right. <laughs> Menzel will be cut at the start of the year. Do you think that Kyrie is worth all of this drama? New fallout from the Astros cheating scandal with some Astros players taking heat for how they're apologizing for the cheating. <laughs> All right. All right. Start off what's trending. We have a new coaching hire. What? In the NFL. Okay. Frank Reich. Frank Reich. Reich? Reich. Reich. He is now the Carolina Panthers head coach. Former Colts. That's right. So, yeah. First uh, major. Think about that hire. I... I'm uh, am, I'm shocked and surprised. All like you know, obviously I have family back home in Charlotte. Um, they're big Panther fans, and there was a huge buy-in for Wilkes the way he finished that season to be the guy. It sounds like in that team and everything. I'm surprised, more shocked probably that it's Frank Wright. Well, I, I'm just throwing. I mean, just because there's there's a lot of people like in. 
I'm just surprised. Well, I mean, he played for the Panthers, so there, there's at least a connection. What's his right? Like, I mean, you know what his record is? I, I have no clue. Not a fan. Interesting. Well, you're not even a Panthers fan. No, for my, for my peeps back home. Okay. They weren't happy. They wanted Wilkes. Okay. Three and five. I can see that. I'm just looking. Yeah, they. I mean, you know, whatever. Forty and thirty-one. Forty and thirty-three. By the way, sorry. Okay. Man, oh, winning record. Uh, moving on, Hooks. Do you remember? Man, this was probably at least ten years ago when a Rutgers men's basketball coach got fired uh, because, like, videos came out of him, like, abusing his players, you know, like, yeah, really yeah, treating yeah, them that. like... Yeah. Do you remember his name? Do you remember who I that was? I don't remember his name, but, yeah, I remember, like, it was a bad situation. So we kind of have that same situation going on uh, with a women's basketball team. What? Yeah, um, there's clips out... Of a women's basketball coach just going on a tirade. Him going berserk on his team. Uh, The University of Mary Harden Baylor has parted ways with women's head coach Mark Moorfield. After video shows him launching an an expletive-filled tirade toward the players on the court. Uh, UMHB officials confirmed to 25 News that Moorfield was no longer employed with the university. But failed to disclose if he resigned or officials terminated his employment. Jeez. According to sources, the removal incident that occurred during a team practice in November. Sources indicate a player suffered a season-ending injury when rolled upon by another player. Following the incident, a frustrated Moorfield allegedly used an ex- expletive uh, when explaining to the team why the injury should not have occurred. Uh, so basically, this guy just got very mad. Mental abuse, man. Just beating him up. Yeah, just like throwing out every cuss word there there is. See ya, get out. Yeah. No room for you. Moving on, you sent me this story. (laughs) I don't really know how to explain it. I don't know this guy's injury. It's uh, a Clemson basketball player. His name is uh, Brevin Galloway. (laughs) He's out the next couple of games, and he explained to us why. He's got a medical. It's okay to play this, right? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to play. I, I don't have it pulled up ready no. to play. But let's just say there's a there's a specific name for this injury. But the way Galloway put it is his <laughs> his he's having ex- exploded balls like his testicles are exploding. That's <laughs> what that's what he's saying. And literally, like that's what's happening. Yeah, he's he's got to take a few days and he's in the hospital and. Now, what's interesting is he, there's a video of him. Apparently, he's got a smile on his face. Oh, so it's, it, I, I want to assume that he's under, like... Do you think he's got some meds? Yeah, because I'm sure it's probably not something that feels real good. Exploded balls. Yeah. I'll let that him sounds explain. very painful. It says, warning, graphic, description in the video. God. Poor guy. You woke up. <laughs> Whoa! Oh happening down there. I don't. Ah, I don't like thinking about that. Whoa! All right, that's an injury you never hear about. Put you out for a couple of days. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bally Sports. We we all know Bally Sports. Yeah. You know, it's where you watch a lot of your favorite local uh, NBA teams, mm-hmm. uh, 
ML, especially if you're a Royals fan, you watch a lot of Royals games okay. on Bally Sports. Okay. Yep. Um, well, apparently they're in a rough spot. Apparently, over 50 pro teams could lose massive revenue, and franchises like the St. Louis Cardinals might have to cut payroll as Bally Sports regional networks prepare for bankruptcy. Yeah, a lot of these Bally Sports are um, heading towards. Watch the Royals lose all the time. Bankruptcy. Well, we'll have to find a new channel for that. We'll have to find a new channel for that. Pluto. Um, Live on Pluto, the Royals. So, yeah, man, this is, and I think we've kind of seen this before of, of Bally Sports. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it looks like they are. On the outs. Yeah, the New York Or a restructure. Post. Depends on what bankruptcy is. Could be a restructure in bankruptcy. Yeah. Well, and it looks like they might be trying to find a buyer and yeah. they're struggling to find one. So, man. Bad news. Yeah, and that's a lot of money, right? That's revenue for teams. Yeah, a lot of it. Bad news. We'll see if Valley Sports can uh, can figure it out. Um, moving on, we had a um, a death yesterday. Uh, Billy Packer, uh, a death, a legend, passed away. Yeah, give us your thoughts on uh, legend. Eighty-two years old. Obviously, um, had been not uh, in great health. Uh, it said it ultimately succumbed to kidney failure. Well, this gentleman, he called, he spent 34 years on the Final Four broadcast. Wow. 27 with CBS at its Emmy winning award, College Basketball. His last Final Four was 2008. Like he, 34 times? This guy was a legend. Wow. He was 82. I mean, when he passed away, he can just, like, the, the numbers of stuff, like, you could go down and be like, all right, like, he was on the call in uh, Simon Says Championship. When Arizona clinched a nice seven title by 30 points from Miles Simon. Simon, Simon says championship. That's, that's awesome. I mean, you, you could just keep going on and on. But, like, I mean, and traditionally, I used to listen to him because traditionally um, he called a lot of the ACC games. ACC was his jam from, like, in the 80s to, like, 2000. I mean, he was an ACC guy forever in this. Um, but you could it just it's crazy. Crazy, uh, unfortunate, but the guy, 34 times. 34? That's awesome. Yeah, he was a legend on the air, man. That's too bad. Yep. Moving on, the NBA All-Star starters and captains. Oh, they're already out? Have been announced, yes. And just to kind of remind you, well, number one, it was LeBron and uh, I think Giannis, who are the team captains again. Uh, They've been it many times. Uh, but it's interesting to look at how the vote has changed. Okay, back in 2017, the NBA decided to incorporate votes from players, 25%. Mm-hmm. Select media members, 25%. So that balances out the fan vote, who has a 50% uh, vote. And by the way, it, it kind of got out of control. They needed to do this because the fans nearly voted uh, Zaza Pachulia as a starter Whoa. a few years ago which we all know he does not deserve to be an all-star. But it's clear, however, that many players are still not taking the process seriously either. Every season there are head-scratching votes for players nowhere near the all-star level, and this year is no exception. Listen to some of these players who got votes. (laughs) They got votes? Like they're on the team? No, they just got a vote. They didn't, they're probably not, they're not going to make the team, but they got votes. Um, Chet Holmgren, he hasn't played a single game. And he got a lot of votes. <laughs> In fact, a lot of the Thunder roster got, got a lot votes. of votes. Yeah. They turned it up. They had the night, like, 
they had a week of like advertising vote for your favorite Thunder for the All-Star game. Yeah, I mean, Jay Crowder even got a few votes. Yeah. He hasn't even played yet this year. So, I mean, it's still, the system is still kind of flawed. Um, Here's a look at some of the more obscure and or injury NBA names that receive player votes to be All-Stars next month. Some of these are interesting, like Kemba Walker. He's played nine games. Sign him up, starter. A lot of other players just... Not don't deserve to be. Uh, it's interesting. All stars. Um, but I'm trying to find the list. Maybe the teams haven't been announced, but they just uh, the starters. The captains have been announced, right? It's um, yeah, the captains. But I'm trying to find an article that shows who has been. I think the starters have been announced. Don't they still have voting stuff going on though? Yeah, maybe. Anyways, I mean, it's not like anybody really cares. Yeah, I don't think that's one of those things. that's like, hey. Eh. You know? Yeah. It's kind of, huh, huh. I would say all star game. Well, it's kind of lost its juice, but I will say it's gotten better, the the game itself. Because now you have money on the line, and, you know, it, it, unlike years ago when Jordan was played, where guys actually played. Yeah, it was a good all star game. You know, I think they're yeah. trying to get back to that. Mm. It's kind of a whatever for me. Yeah. I'll, I'll like watch the skills competition before I actually take the time out of my Sunday or whenever it is to watch the actual All Star game. Right. Um, all right, that's uh, everything I have here. I think something one more interesting. Uh, CBS Sports put an article out. It talks about like Steelers president Art Rooney the second sidesteps questions regarding Mike Tomlin's future. Hmm. Um, I don't like to. He said I don't like to speculate on coaches' contracts. Uh, the president would not, however, discuss a possible contract extension for Tomlin, who is in the past has typically received an extension with two years left on his deal. He has two years left right now. Just an odd. There's no way yeah. they're getting rid of him. Just odd. I mean, you don't know coming up. I mean, they did start two and six and finish nine and eight. Another winning season for Tomlin. I just think it's interesting that their side said it. Maybe it's just a private matter that they don't like to discuss. Yeah. Well, I if I was Tomlin, I wouldn't be worried. Shouldn't be. He should be fine. All right, well, good stuff. Thank good you. stuff on what's turning on a Friday. So let's take another break. Uh, while we're at break, you'll probably go to the bathroom or get a cup of coffee. But, you know, what? before you do it, go to ESPNLincoln.com. you got four days left to get your information in for New Year, New Cash. It's 2000, four days left. I mean, you've waited this long. If you haven't done it, just do it. The next four days. Okay? It's easy. But when we come back, it's that time. Dr. Dane Todd has sent me picks. I love what he said, by the way. We'll do picks, and we're going to look at some playoff prop, player prop bets when we come back.